This is an ABC podcast. This is The Conversation Hour with Jonathan Kendall on ABC Radio Melbourne and Victoria. And lovely to have your company this Friday morning. We're looking south today because Tasmania is dealing with an influx of new residents. And many of us from the Big Island are looking for a sea change or a tree change there. And when you drill down into these figures released this week from the Regional Australia Institute, they show that northern Tasmania is a real hotspot. This week, Launceston became the fourth most popular tree change area in Australia. So what is it about regional Tasmania that is so hot right now? Uh, Or is it more about what's driven people out of Victoria? We're going to be talking about that this morning as well. I mean, there's traditionally been a pretty well-worn path for young Tasmanians across Bass Strait, you know, heading to uni in Melbourne and that sort of thing. But this is a different, this is an older cohort of people moving to Tasmania. Got families and retirees with money moving in and forcing up regional house prices. Now, I don't know how locals are feeling about that, but we are going to find out today because this all began last year. Uh, regional Tasmanian real estate prices leapt 13% as the country tried to come to grips with life in lockdown. So is this COVID-related? Or are we finally waking up to the benefits of a quieter life in Tasmania? I don't know, have you considered... I lived in Hobart for two years, but have you considered moving south? You're going to hear from a couple of former Big Islanders today who've made the move recently. And I'm going to be asking... Why are so many of us making the move to Tassie? On ABC Radio Melbourne and Victoria, this is The Conversation Hour with Jonathan Kendall. First now to Arde Ish, who just moved to Devonport last month from Melbourne. He's a musician and software developer. Morning, Arde. Uh, Good morning, Jenna. How are you? Yeah, very well. Why did you decide to move from Melbourne to Devonport? Well, it actually started with, uh, you know, a holiday that uh, my family and I had uh, about three years ago. Uh, so, yeah, well, we just impulsively, you know, went here, you know, to, to Tassie. So, yeah, so we stayed in in, in, in Launceston and then, well, we drove, you know, along the, the, the north coast and we also went to Hobart. You know, we, we just looked around and then, uh, you know... Uh, so, uh, and in in this place, uh, so well we made a stop, and then somehow you know it felt good, and then you know De- Devonport that became uh, you know probably the the only place that you know we went to visit again. So yeah, we <laughs> we went twice, so for lunch and then dinner break again, and uh, you know next thing I know that um, well my wife uh, she made a, a you know painting of the Mercy Bluff. Uh, and and then yeah, since then we've been you know looking at that. Oh wow! <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah, uh, we we always thought like you know um, you know one one day we'll be there, one day we'll be there, and you know we we pretty much you know agreed that yeah we wanted to move here, but we just you know had no idea as to you know as to when. And then you know uh, last year I well I, I watched you know at uh, one evening there was uh, a you know, piece of news from you know, on ABC News uh, about uh, I think an IT worker that moved to uh, countryside Victoria, and then well, it became my uh, light bulb moment. Okay, but like yeah. And how's yeah. it been going? How's how's life in Devonport compared to Melbourne? 
Uh, yeah, it's it's great. Uh, I mean, since we had been here, we kind of like you know had the feel of uh, how uh, you know it was uh, going to be, and yeah, uh, we we like the we like the the slower pace and uh, the you know the the quietness. Uh, it's you know pretty much you know what we've been you know what, what we've been looking for. Hmm. Uh, of, although, yeah, I mean, it, there, there's probably only uh, one downside so far. Uh, there's uh, much less, you know, live music here. <laughs> oh, okay. Musician, but yeah. Uh, and how are you going with jobs? Because that's a big factor in moving to a new spot. You're a musician and a software developer, and you spoke about the lack of live music. But how are you going with work? Uh, well, um, uh, luckily, uh, my employer uh, in Melbourne uh, they uh, let me to uh, to work remotely. Uh, so yeah, lo- location is not really uh, is not really a problem mm. as long as you know I have you know a good internet connection. <laughs> so yeah, no, no, so that's that's not really a problem. Did COVID have anything to do with your decision to move to Tasmania? Uh, well, uh, in a way, yes. Although you know, uh, as uh, I mentioned before, the uh, you know the the urge, you know, the, the feel that we wanted to move here, it happened far before I even you know know the word COVID. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, given that you know this situation, and then uh, you know all other factors kind of like supported uh, you know the the move, you know, during during the COVID and the lockdown and everything, and it kind of uh you know uh, t- t- tell you know the, the whole world that you know some some things are possible uh so mm. yeah <laughs> well good on you i'm glad to hear that it's um that it's working out for you thank you Arday, for giving oh. us an insight into into why you moved yeah, thank you, Jonah. Ade Ish, who just moved last month from Melbourne to Devonport. And that's what we're talking about today, why people are making that move. So according to new figures from the Regional Australia Institute, the top five local government area for annual growth in migration is Noosa. Lots of people moving to Noosa. Uh, Southern Downs in Queensland is second. Port Macquarie Hastings in New South Wales is third. Launceston in Tasmania is in fourth position, and the Fraser Coast in Queensland comes in at number five. Lots of people sharing a bit of love <laughs> for Tassie on the text line. This says, every time I go to Tassie, I never want to come home. For me, I think it's my ancestral connection, and I found my great-grandmother's uh, grace there. Uh, I would love to retire there. It's my heart place. So lots of people very fond of Tassie. Uh, let's have a chat now with John. Good morning. Yeah, so we um, moved back in um, start of this year after being yeah over in Melbourne for ten years. So um, we had a lot of time to think about what we wanted to do with the rest of our life during the second lockdown in Melbourne. So yeah, we, from basically as soon as we um, had COVID hit Melbourne, I worked in aviation, so my job stopped overnight, and I was at home on job keeper and uh, my partner's a vet nurse so she continued to work but we worked out that we could do the same jobs at home here in Tassie and be closer to family Uh, but yeah we uh, like uh, a lot of people having to pay more now than we would have had to if we were already here a few years before. Yeah I want to ask you about that in a moment too because the figures are showing that regional house prices and particularly around Launceston are are heading north um, even though you've just head south but headed south. Um, So was it just family? Was it the family connection? Was that the main draw card for you to move to Launceston or was it about you know the quality of life? Uh, Yeah quality of life as well. Um, So 
like for me working at the airport, I used to have to allow 45 minutes to get to work, um, including the staff bus now. It only takes me seven minutes to get to work and I can park just outside the terminal and walk in. So um, you get more time outside of work. But yeah, my dad and my partner's dad are getting older um, and my sister had a child, her first child um, in January last year. So I didn't meet him until his first birthday when I moved down just because of the border restrictions. So yeah, we had to... Um, think you know what was most important to us going forward and our friends back in Melbourne they were starting to have their children so we were not seeing them as much so yeah we're sort of a bit of a hermit lifestyle in Melbourne. (laughs) Well it seems like the move really made sense for you John thank you for uh, having a chat with us this morning. We're asking today, why are people moving to Tasmania? Uh, This this is the third text of a similar vein here saying please Stop. Well, it's saying don't talk about this too much. We don't want the secret to get out there. Uh, of course, it won't stay quiet for long, will it, says this text messenger message. Uh, and Anthony in Ringwood says, if too many mainlanders move to Tassie, it won't be quiet anymore. A mere self-defeating irony for, main, irony for mainlanders, but a real tragedy for local Tasmanians. Thank you, Anthony in Ringwood. Um, and Suzanne saying, please stop referring to us as Tassie. We don't call you Aussie. Sorry, Suzanne. Uh, I'll call you Tasmanians from now on. Thank you. Diane Reed is the creator of the group That's It, I'm Moving to Tassie. Well, apologies for that, Diane. Uh, <laughs> on Facebook, which has thousands of members, including new arrivals and those planning a move. Morning, Diane. Good morning, Jonathan. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well. It sounds like you've um, you've hit on something really important here. You've got... Well, thousands of people as part of this, 21,000 members as part of this group, and you recently had 250 new members in one week. So there's a real demand for, for information on moving to Tassie, isn't there? Yeah, there sure is, yes, especially at the moment. I think a lot of people think to themselves, we only get one shot at this life, so we should be live where it makes us happy. So... Although, I mean, tell us your story, because you've only recently moved from Victoria to Tassie. Yes, so we moved in um, 2018. We were living in Wondilagong, which is near Bright, near the Victorian Alps. Um, We used to come to Tasmania every year on holidays. And, um, yeah, the last time we came here on holidays, it felt more like we were um, leaving home. So that's when I knew we've got to move there. So put the hard word on the husband and only took two weeks to convince him and house on the market. And and that's um, at that time um, I started the um, Facebook group, That's It, I'm Moving to Tassie, and that was to um, talk to like-minded people and also get information about the logistics of the move and mm. all that sort of thing. Incredibly positive Facebook page as well. I was just scrolling through it uh, this morning and there's so many lovely posts of beautiful Tassie vistas and information about, um, you know, if you are planning to move there, about health services and doctors and GPs and, um, and where to live and all that sort of stuff. There is, I mean, on the text line, though, it's not all positive. This one says Tasmania, cold and miserable. How long before they get so bored they move back to Victoria? <laughs> well, <laughs> That's not it fair, was is actually, it? It was actually um, warmer here than where we lived um, in Victoria during winter. 
Um, we're on the northwest coast of Tasmania, so it's quite mild here. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people just say that because they don't want to share the paradise over here. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough, but yeah. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So what sort of information is on there? I mean, I mentioned before it kind of um, just makes it a bit easier for people who might want to move to Tassie, but is that the main um, function of this page? Uh, basically, yes. And also, um, there's many people in the group that have already moved to Tasmania and they've joined um, basically to meet like-minded people too and to form friendships. And yeah, it's just a feel-good group. Mm. But there also is, like you say, a lot of good information about which removalists to use, which schools are good, which areas are good to move to. Um, different climates around the state because Tassie shouldn't be classed as as just like one whole thing. We've got, you know, a totally different climate, say, on the West Coast compared to the East Coast. Mm. Well, so, it gets a whole lot yeah. of rain over on the West Coast, doesn't it? Um, a couple yeah, of people does. on the text line uh, just surmising why people are moving to Tasmania. Millsy in the Yarra Valley says it's climate change, not COVID. Uh, I've actually heard a few people mention that. They just prefer the climate in Tassie. They just think it's too hot in some parts of the mainland. And I know Wandilagong, where you're from, isn't necessarily one of those places. Um, but this text says, uh, moved to Devonport 21 years ago with my three young children, never regretted it, hate returning to Melbourne for visits. Um, but there is a text here which goes to a really good point. It says, poor Tassie, it'll be overrun with mainlanders. Now, have you seen a bit of a crunch on, you know, on rental properties, on um, spots at GP practices, on, you know, hospital waiting times, on that sort of thing? Um, well, I like to think, like I think that um, change is a positive thing and with growth, our economy is going to definitely improve, which is going to put wages on the same par. Um, hopefully, they put um, some of the funds into um, the hospital system. Um, yeah, but to me, one thing um, that I've really noticed is like the great growth rate here isn't absolutely enormous. Like house prices have risen. But it's put um, lots of Tasmanians on the same playing level as the main mainland. So many Tasmanians can now move to places that they've always dreamed of. Maybe they dream of moving to Queensland or maybe they want to move to the mainland to be near family and they can finally do it too. So it's not all doom and gloom and yeah, it's just how you look at things in life. Isn't well, that's it? a really good point, actually, Diane. Thank you for making that, and thank you for having a chat with us. You're welcome. Diane, Thanks very much, Jonathan. No worries. <laughs> Diane Reed, creator of the group. That's it. I'm moving to Tassie, which is a Facebook group, and it has well it has thousands of. It's got at last count about twenty one thousand members. Uh, so a very um, popular group there. Let's have a chat now to Thea, who is in Melbourne. G'day, Thea. Hi, how are you going? Very well, very well. Um, you've just bought in Tassie, haven't you? Yeah, we have spent about a year trying to purchase a house in Mount Dandenong because we thought, you know, in Victoria, beautiful, close enough to our jobs and things. And after a year of a lot of very frustrating purchasing problems, um, yeah, we decided to purchase down there and we've just um, 
settled on a house in Howrah. In Howrah, okay, and which is a suburb of Hobart. Yes. Um, why there? Uh, so a few different reasons. We have a beautiful little toddler who um, will obviously be growing up there, which is super exciting, and I believe that Howrah is a really lovely suburb to raise your family in. And, uh, yeah, that was really important to us. Have you got a view of the Derwent River? Uh, we have, we're going to be 1K from the world's coldest beach. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a mountain just behind us with mountain biking trails. And then you can look straight across over at Hobart and Mount Wellington. So it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. See, this is the thing. There's so many houses around Hobart with views of the Derwent and it's just, it's just beautiful. Though, I mean, we've done a couple of these different conversation hours now about um, you know, why everyone's moving to Byron, why everyone's moving elsewhere. Um, mm. And it does put pressure on services in these places. Oh. So are you worried about that, Thea? Not hugely. So um, my partner works for local council, so it'll be really interesting, like, when he moves jobs down there to see what their sort of council services are like from the inside. And I'm a primary school teacher, so it'll also be interesting to see what the schooling system is like. So I guess without going down there... And being in it, it's hard to tell these things from afar, but I think essentially, yeah, it's the best of both worlds. It's a beautiful spot, and hopefully, because you're close enough to um, all of the things in Hobart, it's got enough services as well. Hey, Thea, are you going to miss anything about Melbourne? <laughs> I won't miss the driving in Brunswick, that is for sure. <laughs> Not that I want to sound you know, desperate or jealous in any way, um, but, but look, thank you for having a chat with us, Thea, about your move, and best of luck with it. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, and we are, you know, we're not trying to be kind of us and them about this. We're trying to get to the bottom of why so many Victorians, so many mainlanders are moving to Tasmania. Is it high house prices where you live, uh, limited options to buy or rent in Victoria? And we're actually hearing that some of the some of the locals in Tasmania are feeling a bit miffed because there are, you know, high rents uh, in Tassie because of this exodus. And apparently the real estate in Tasmania is booming at the moment. Mandy Welling is president of the Real Estate Institute of Tasmania. Good morning, Mandy. Good morning, Jono. How are you? Very, very well. How tight is it down there in the rental market? It's very tight. So tight, in fact, I popped a three-bedroom, two-bathroom unit um, on the market last night at about 9 o'clock and I've had 67 inquiries. 67 inquiries. Okay, so how do you choose? Um, so at the moment, so we sort of, we go ahead with our standard protocol with inspections and have as many people come through the property as we possibly can and they're all given the opportunity to submit an offer in a nice, fair manner and then we submit all the offers to the owner for their consideration. And what do people tell you about why they're moving in the first place? Safety is probably the, the primary reason we're hearing from a lot of people, Jono. I think because the decisions made here with regards to COVID have been very, very hard and fast. Our population, obviously, a little bit lower than everywhere else around the rest of the country. We've just looked extremely safe, um, touch wood, so far with regards to COVID. Mm. Um, a, a text here saying, I'm from Tassie, and yes, we do call it that. Thank you for backing me up there. Uh, it says, I've lived in Melbourne for 22 years, but Launceston will always be home. My whole family are still there, and I do own a two-bedroom unit that we rent to an elderly lady for less than the going market rate. A lot of the locals can't afford to buy houses anymore, thanks to mainlanders buying up a lot of the cheaper houses with their mainland wages. There's a huge rental crisis in Tassie. So how do, how do we solve that? Yeah, probably the first thing I'd like to put forward there, just to sort of even the playing field a bit, 
is in the last 14 months, 90% of all the transactions in Tasmania were by Tasmanians. So that figure is exceptional and we've not actually seen that sort of figure before. So Tasmanians have had a wonderful opportunity to jump into the market in that time frame over the past 12 months plus. We are seeing signs of that changing. So we are seeing interstate activity increase and we expect that to continue with the next 12 months going forward. And so we were talking earlier about um, how a lot of those moves are from Tasmanians to you know other parts of Tasmania. Has it actually been good having rental prices or having property prices go up because it means that you know there's uh, better opportunities for Tasmanians who might want to move around? Yeah, most definitely. I did listen to Diane's comment as well, and I am a follower of Diane's Facebook page as well, which is fantastic. Um, we would not like to see a huge amount of our population move away. Obviously, we like to keep them in Tassie and we'd like to invite people to move to Tassie. But I think that she's 100% right with our property prices increasing. It does allow people to move to states that they may not have been able to afford to move to previously. But with the price increase, um, as intimidating as, as it may be, the alternative was much worse. So all the experts around the, the country we're predicting a 30% decrease in our property values as COVID came to our shore. That was very traumatic because what could happen in that market, people drive away from that market, they're reluctant to purchase and property prices plummet. Nobody wants that. Yeah, okay. So um, what do you do for people when, I mean, you're saying you had 67 requests for a rental. How can you make, you know, how can you make that a fair playing field? Yeah, I do apologise. That was actually a sale. Oh, a sale. Sorry. Sale. No, that's my mistake. Yeah. But it is happening in the rental market as well. Um, a, a fraction, a bit of a reprieve, depending on where the properties are at the moment. The regional areas of Tasmania are proving to be exceptionally um, attractive, which is great for those areas. But um, prior to me coming on as well, I heard in the background sort of the talk about infrastructure and services in those areas. And that would be our concern for those areas as well. Yeah, fair enough. Well, look, thank you so much for uh, for having a chat with us and best of luck. It sounds like you're busier than a blowfly in a, a beer bottle down there, man. Yeah, not a, not a bad problem. We're, we're very happy to be busy. Yeah, thank you. Mandy Welling, President of the Real Estate Institute of Tasmania and is also an active real estate agent. Uh, what do you think about this? Why are so many people moving to Tasmania? And, and this is a good point on the text line. It says it's happening in Castlemaine and other parts of rural Victoria as well. And that's true. Um, the numbers are bearing that out, that, you know, so many people are, are moving to regional Victoria. But I just couldn't believe that when I saw this week that um, Launceston in Tasmania is number four on the list uh, for in, in the top five of uh, most popular places for a tree change across Australia. Launceston is number four. Um, this says, if nothing else, this phenomenon will be awesome for Tasmanian real estate agents. And it certainly did sound like Mandy was was pretty busy and pretty happy about things. Sophie Meppham moved from Melbourne four weeks ago to a beautiful little spot south of Hobart, aptly named Snug. G'day, Sophie. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Very well. What made you want to move from Melbourne to, to Snug? Look, there were a number of reasons. Um, I think probably threefold. The first thing for us was uh, my, my um, job moved completely to working from home during the lockdown. So we really had the option now to be able to work anywhere in Australia, um, which was a big life change for us. The only requirement is, is that I'm fairly close to an airport, so I can um, 
travel across for, for the work what I need to, to travel. Um, I was living in the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne um, and it was taking me, when I was able to travel, 60 to 90 minutes to be able to um, to actually, you know, get to, to the airport. Um, used to sitting in big traffic jams on the Monash and the Tuller. Uh, where I am now, um, I'm 30 minutes from the airport, n- no traffic jams, um, really easy for me to to, to travel for my work. Mm. But so you could have moved anywhere. So why did you choose Snug? Um, it was definitely a tree change for us. We really loved Tasmania. I'd been working in Hobart quite a bit. Um, and and it's we live on a, on a huge, almost one-acre block. Um, I look out my window right now to trees and rivers um, and a huge field, and, and we're paying the same, um, if not less, than what we were paying in Melbourne. Mm. And we've got three times what we had before. I said, what does that phenomenal. what does that do for your mental health? Oh, I think after the lockdown last year, um, I think it's had a profound impact on a lot of people. I think particularly my kids. You know, they missed six months of school, which was which really hard. Um, it just feels like a completely new lease of life for us. It's a very different lifestyle here. Um, certainly in Snug, incredibly friendly um, and welcoming community. Um, you can't walk down the road without stopping and chatting to at least four or five different people. Um, it's just been a complete game changer for us. Yeah, fair enough. Has there been any difficulties? We've heard about um, you know, some potential problems in securing a property and, and a squeeze being put on healthcare. Have you run into anything like that? Um, look, I'll be honest, it was difficult for us to find a GP initially. Um, we actually had to contact six different GP surgeries before we could find one that had their books open. So there, there, there are definitely issues over here that are very different to, to Melbourne. Um, even things like getting onto a dentist list um, ha- has been much more challenging for us. Um, we found one now, but we do have to travel now into Hobart to be able to see a GP. So I, I do think there are it's not perfection over here. There are certainly issues. There are certain things you can't access here that you take for granted in Melbourne. But we were prepared to take that, and that trade-off has been worth it. Yeah, well, uh, there's a couple of texts here just saying uh, not enough doctors are moving to regional areas, though. Yeah. That's from your solder. And another one saying the healthcare isn't fantastic in Tassie. Now, I don't know if that's fair or not. What do you think? Yeah, well, look, I work for a private healthcare provider, so we, we provide oncology services in Hobart. So I think um, I know that there's the difference between private and public, but um, from, from what I can see, um, I think that the private service is there, um, but I do think that there are, there are issues in the public sector that need to be addressed. I mean, certainly if you look at the number of ICU beds available to, to people in Hobart and around, that is tiny compared to what you get on the mainland. And I can certainly see why Tasmania is, is taking such a strong approach to, to keeping COVID out. I think it would would be incredibly detrimental if if COVID was to, to, to land here um, with the very small amounts of, of ICU beds that they have. So, again, I, I would say that was definitely an issue that if the numbers of people moving over here continues, that would definitely have to change to be able to support um, people like me and, and the rest of the people that have making the decision to move. Mm. Well, best of luck with it, Sophie. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Sophie Meppham, who's just moved from Melbourne four weeks ago. Uh, to Snug, which is a lovely name for a place, isn't it? Just south of Hobart on the Dontracastro Channel down there. Tanya is in Pasco Vale. She came back to Melbourne. G'day, Tanya. G'day, Jono. What's your story? 
Um, well, my partner and I moved to Tassie um, just for a sea change, basically, or a tree change, as they say. Um, wanted a smaller community feel. Um, we also wanted a house and a dog, and we couldn't get that in Melbourne. Um, so we moved to Launceston after um, we tripped like, like an earlier caller. We went on holidays, saw Lonnie, and thought it was a pretty good place. Uh, we were lucky enough to both get work. My partner worked in the newspaper. And then the opportunities happened that he started his own photography business, and so that took off really well. I'm a teacher, so I got a job pretty much straight away as well. Um, and lived there for nine years. My partner stayed for an extra year um, and loved it. Okay. So, so you, but you came back to Melbourne. Yeah. Um, I had daughter duties, so my parents were getting old. Um, and they were in Melbourne, so I had to come back and do the daughter duties. Oh, right. Um, and so it sort of family lured me back. Um, but other than that, we were happy to stay. Um, the main factors was the ease of lifestyle. I travel technically 13 kilometres to work these days, and it takes um, you know, up to 40 minutes, which drives me insane, where it used to be you know, a seven-minute um, drive or a 15-minute walk. So, so, Tanya, um, is the plan to move back there at some stage? Um, probably not. Um, I do really like the place, um, but I reckon now I'm, you know, nearly 50, so probably will go a little bit warmer. Um, I still visit Tassie at least once a year um, to visit friends um, because that's the other thing. It's the community feel with just awesome. Yeah, yeah. Being a teacher from an independent school... There's only very few uh, to choose from. Um, so I felt like if I left my school to go to another school, I'd feel like I'm betraying them. <laughs> I don't think you should feel like that, Tanya. But thank you so much for giving us some some insight into your decision and um, how you ended up back in Melbourne and just what a great time you had in Tassie. Is it all just about lifestyle? I mean, there's a lot to take into account. It's jobs, it's the economy, it's um, it's access to healthcare, it's access to schools. Uh, this text says, it's from Kyle, it says, we moved from St Kilda to Bichino, Tasmania in 2008 and love it. Tasmania is no longer considered a backwater. It has great food, wine and cutting edge, uh, a cultural scene. I was looking at the ocean um, and I work looking at the ocean and walk on the beach every day and everyone's friendly and caring and Melbourne is less than an hour's flight for a big city fix it's perfect says Kyle thank you for your text Dominic is in the Macedon Ranges thank you for holding on there Dominic that's okay um, we're just talking we're just hearing about you know the cultural scene in Tassie and I guess you know a lot has been said about Mona the Museum of Old and New Art in Hobart and what that has done for for art and culture in Tassie but um, is it a bit of a you know cultural hotspot these days? Yeah, it is. Um, look, I'm I'm, I'm a, a heritage property agent that specialises in Tasmanian properties. I I moved from Victoria to Tasmania. That's where I do all my selling. Most of my work's in Tasmania, and when I'm selling, um, I'm selling really the the regions because a lot of people moving from Sydney, Brisbane to to Tasmania, so I'm selling the regions more than than I am the home, um, and I specialise in heritage, and that's a strong component. A lot of people looking for historic um, homes in the town, but environmentally, it is beautiful. The food culture is amazing over there. Um, climate's a big factor, and safety tends to be 
one of the important issues that are people looking for, especially... So what do you mean by safety? What do you mean by that? Safety, especially from overseas, um, they see Tasmania as this safe little haven at the bottom of of the world. And, I mean, they talk to me about world conflicts and and turmoil. They look for properties where they can just secure them with with the view of moving later, and it's to get away from conflicts or pandemics and and that type of thing. So it's really interesting, um, you know, when you sort of dig deep why they're actually moving um, to Mm. places like Tasmania. So, I mean, we've heard heaps of great things about Tasmania today, but what are some of the drawcards for Victoria, Dominic? Victoria, look, I guess Victoria is a very compact state. It does have everything from mountains, deserts, great cities and, and, and regional areas. I mean, I live at Mount Macedon. Um, it, it, it's, um, I mean, someone mentioned um, cool climate in, in, in Tasmania, but really Hobart's not that much different to Melbourne's climate. And mm. um, look, and, and I think the beauty of you know, Victoria or the Masson Ranges or Tasmania, it, it has its defined four seasons, which which is just beautiful to have. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Look, thank you so much for your perspective, Dominic. Dominic in the Macedon Ranges, who's a real estate agent and specialises in, uh, in selling people on Tasmania, and he says they're moving there for food and culture. Uh, now, full disclosure, I did live in Hobart for two years and absolutely loved it. <laughs> Uh, that said, I, you know, I'll always be a Victorian and love it here too. Um, but what do you think? Is this COVID-related? Are, are people moving from the mainland to Tassie because of COVID or because of what Dominic was talking there about safety, feeling that it is safer? Um, or is it just people waking up to this beautiful lifestyle? Dave McCarthy moved to Tasmania six years ago and is now doing property subdivision in Tasmania. Morning, Dave. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. Is it starting to get a bit crowded down there? Look, I've definitely seen... I've been, as you said, been down here six years. I've definitely seen um, the north of Tasmania expand in that time, certainly around Launceston um, especially. I'm also doing work in areas such as Georgetown and Beaconsfield, and Georgetown especially has uh, grown over the last uh, 12 to 18 months as well. Okay. And what do you put that down to? I think it's a number of factors. There's some industry um, that's that's expanding there too, so there's more jobs, which is great. But I think people are waking up to the fact that, you know, there's great beaches, there's great food, there's schools, there's everything else that um, that's quite desirable as far as the Australian lifestyle goes, but it's much more affordable and less crowded. Mm. Although, um, and talking to you a bit off air about this, you're saying there is a reluctance from councils to allow um, building up, so higher-rise buildings, in, and so they're more in favour of moving out. So I guess that is urban sprawl, right? That's absolutely correct. And certainly around Launceston, you see um, suburbs called Lagan um, now that that's probably 10 kilometres or so outside. There's a lot of subdivisions that are going out through there. And, yeah, Launceston's definitely uh, sprawling out rather than up. Mm. Tell us your story too, because you, you moved to Tassie yourself six years ago from Sydney, didn't you? That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was sort of over commuting, things like that. And um, yeah, just really enjoyed the the open spaces of Tasmania. But you've got everything here that you need. You've still got the restaurants. You've still got an airport if you do need to jump on a plane. Um, But where you can be um, in Launceston from 10, 20 minutes, it's actually quite spectacular. Mm, Okay. And where are you? Where are you in in Tassie? I live in a place called Karula, which is just north of Launceston, um, a 
near a small town of Willydale. So we live on three acres out here, surrounded by a 200-acre farm um, that has cattle on it, with lots of fruit trees and chickens running around. Any challenges in living out there? Oh, absolutely. Look, I basically grew up in the city, so, you know, having to deal with water pumps and chainsaws and trees down and things like that, uh, that's definitely been a change uh, for me, but... uh, I've absolutely embraced it. It sounds like you're rising to the occasion, though, Dave. Um, there's On the text line, this is from Richard, talking about health services in Tasmania um, and that being a huge factor in why people do or do not move there. It says Launceston has four endocrinologists and none in Hobart. Now, I'm not sure about that, but how have you gone, Dave? Oh, look, I've got a saying, if you're in pain, get on a plane. Um, oh, it's it's that yeah it is pretty bad down here, even as far as getting into GPs and things like that. I had a uh, a hernia um, that I needed to get operated on, and I was it was going to take twelve to eighteen months. So I ended up going private. So yeah, the health it does leave a lot to be desired down here. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, and um, have you noticed demand? Because I mean, you're developing properties. Have you noticed yeah, a fair bit of demand? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's an interesting point that was made by an earlier caller that 90% of people that are buying um, the land are actually Tasmanians. That's definitely true with what we're doing. But also we've got a part of the business where we build houses and rent them out. And the demand for that is we rarely advertise them now. As soon as they're almost complete, we get people sort of knocking on the fence um, wanting Mm. to rent them. Yeah, fair bit of demand. Dave, thank you so much for that. Dave McCarthy, who moved to Tassie six years ago and is now doing property subdivision. So that's the conversation hour for today. But if you missed the start of this program, or if you know someone who'd be interested in this topic, subscribe to the Conversation Hour podcast on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you can email us at conversationhour at abc.net.au. We'd love to hear from you with any suggestions, comments, questions, and ideas for future shows. Thanks for listening and have a good one.